mis amigos y bienvenido es por <laughs> welcome oh everyone to Boar, aka based on real events i'm feeling real spanish today had me a jamaican patty for dinner i know that's not spanish but it's still south florida as hell i'm jay kington coming to you from the horribly rainy dis Dystopian, black-skied South Florida alongside Mr. Edward Golett in a probably very sunny, lovely, drier climate of Southern California. How are you doing today, bud? Uh, it's definitely drier, Jay, but it's a little chilly here today. We're looking at a, at a high of 68 right now, so quite chilly for L.A. Nice, nice. Well... Uh, let's just jump right into it because I'm honestly a little bit concerned. I just got disconnected from my computer, but having technical issues with my intranet or internet. I never know the difference, but having some issues. So let's go ahead and get into uh, the typical. Uh, never mind. We're back online, so we don't have to rush it. Anyway, <laughs> welcome. Welcome to October, fuckers. We're about to cover more scary, classic, uh, just horror, slasher, gold. As long as we can somehow find a way to tie some random story to it. And that's what we're going to do today, baby. We are talking about the cult classic, one of the movies I hate, but most people love it. We're talking about Child's Play, a.k.a. Chucky, a.k.a. that ginger fucker with a butcher knife. But we're going to be learning more about the real story behind that. But before we get into this, man, we got to stay true to our roots. Mr. EJ. What are your eyes peering on nowadays? Oh, man, so much stuff. Uh, let's see. Uh, I'm watching Blind Manor, but uh, I'm not watching it happily anymore. That show sucks. Uh, Fucking hater. I don't care. Fucking, it's boring as shit. I need to yeah. throw, throw me some jump scares in there. Respectfully, I need more ghosts. Okay? There's not enough. Yeah, the, the whole, like, um, oh, what's that fucking movie? Um Sin City, like Elijah Wood with the little glasses, ghost. Like that's not working for me either, bud. I'm sorry. You mean, uh, you mean Mister uh, Mister Sympathy here? What's his name? The guy who found out his girlfriend is a lesbian or his fiance. I haven't watched all of it, so you continue to fucking text me and ruin it after I tell you stop doing it because I haven't. I don't know who the origin is. I just know he's got some shitty crack glasses. What episode are you on? Two. I think three. Well, that's your fault. Oh, goodness. All right. Well, tell us how you're still watching The Sopranos. Actually, I've really stopped. I don't even know why I kept it on this list. Like, I'm going to get back to it eventually, but we'll just put, like, The Sopranos question mark. So we'll get back to that one. Uh, Shit's Creek, still a good late night uh, thing to watch. Great British baking show. Yes, sir. Uh, also, forgot to add a few things on here. Watched Hubie Halloween last night. You know what? I enjoyed it. I don't, I don't, a lot of people didn't. I had fun. Right. I had fun. I fell, I fell asleep after like two thirds, but I was laughing for what, what, what I could remember. Like ha Happy Madison is making a comeback, and it's such a great thing to see because there was literally like 
a 15 year old year dark period with happy Madison. So I'm really happy to see that they're finally coming back and stuff is getting actually funny again. I mean, honestly, I, I, this is bold. This is really bold, but I think my favorite happy Madison film is probably the wrong Mandy at this point. Like I, I know that's fucked up to say, but that's the one that I was like literally dying laughing nonstop. I mean, yes, it's definitely a great happy Madison film, but is it is it the best? No, this is a discussion for a whole different podcast. But let's be real you you can't ever go against Happy Gilmore, or Billy Madison. Like those are the top two. Dude, like man, I mean Veronica Vaughn. It's one hot piece of ace. Shooters tour. I don't know, bro. I tell you, it's like as far as like literally laughing nonstop. It was it was the wrong. It movie. was a great movie. Don't get me wrong. Like I really did like the wrong Mandy a lot, but it was it was it the greatest one? No, but I will say Adam Sandler. In terms of a guy who makes shitty movies, he makes great business decisions, especially with Netflix, where he's knocking in these $120 million deals where he gets to just make movies with his friends and have fun. I do the same damn thing. So respect to a guy who has that much range to be in Uncut Gems all the way to Hubie Halloween. Fair enough. Okay. I mean, teach them. Teach them. Um, I'm trying to think what else I'm watching. Oh, the boys just finished that. Not sure where you are. You're probably on episode four or something like that of season two, but I finished it and it's fantastic. Yeah. I'm on like season or not season. Uh, I think episode like three, I don't know. I was drunk and watched a lot, but I fell asleep. So I can't remember. So I'm just going to rewatch it. But yeah, I mean the boys classic show starlight. Mm, beautiful. Love her. Uh, yeah, I'm also watching Bly Manor. You continue to ruin it for me, so I don't even know why I'm still. Well, I'm not even done, so I'm Halloween. Are you just reading my list of shit? <laughs> These are things I forgot to add. I have not watched Pulp Fiction, so you can go ahead and tell people that one. Yeah, so internet went out yesterday. Uh, with internet went oh, out, so that is a great go to. Blew the dust off the old Blu ray player. And I, someone gave me Pulp Fiction on Blu ray. <laughs> Like, I don't know, like five Christmases ago on like a white rhino office gift. And I was like, fuck it. I have a Blu-ray player. I honestly hadn't seen the whole thing through in probably 18 years, maybe longer than that. It's been a while. So I like, watched it all the way through. It was, was, was great. We did that last night. Uh, also watched Agents of K. Actually, let me start over. I, I watched The Comey Rule, which came out on, I think it was HBO or Showtime. Is that the one with, um, with the, what's his face from Dumb and Dumber? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so this is like more of like a a, a series film, short mini series, I guess, about like the whole Russia. Well, I'm gonna go ahead and call it Russia hoax because that's what it, that's what it was proven to be. Uh, but that whole kind of thing with like the DOJ, FBI, Hillary Clinton, Donald Trump. Is uh, is this um, Aaron Sorkin written? Did he write, write this? I have no idea. Uh, is it I is it more left leaning? Is it more right? I don't know. All right, whatever. We'll talk about it. It's definitely more. It's, definitely more it's 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 definitely more left-leaning but they do admit that like the, the fbi fucked up on like so many simple levels um but like they definitely try and paint donald trump as like the scummiest human being on like the face of the planet which i get many people have that that opinion or whatever but like fuck off i'm not here to talk about that right now more importantly i watched agents of chaos which is on hbo as well this is like the live documentary this is like actually interviews with the officials themselves and this was honestly one of the best uh, two-part documentaries I've watched in a long, long time because we lived through this. We 
you know, dealt with this for what three, four years, but to actually see like the origins of the Russia, like the, 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 the FBI, like CIA, NSA, DOJ knows so much more about the situation. So, so to like get like actually like the full landscape of the situation with the Russian, I mean, I don't even want to call them hack. You can call them hackers. Like when they went and retrieved the emails, but really like everyone wants to say Russia, like meddled in the election, like, no, they didn't. Okay, like, yes, they hacked into Hillary Clinton's emails. They hacked into John Podesta's emails. They exposed corruption within the Democratic Party. That's factual. You cannot debate me on that. I'm not going to go down that hole with you. Um, but what is most interesting is the fact that Russia literally trolled the U.S. with funny memes or pictures or stats talking shit about Hillary Clinton. And it ended up working significantly which is kind of funny, you know, if you take a step back and laugh at it, but honestly, very, very sad because all these people that want to complain about, you know, Russia interfering or like you were all duped by trolls. You literally believed the wrong information both ways. And this goes for, it doesn't matter if you're Republican or, or, or Democrat, if it swayed your vote, you were fucking trolled by a Russian hacker. And it's kind of fun to just sit back and look at how many idiots here cannot think with their own mind but will only believe what memes they see on facebook so it's called agents of chaos i highly suggest giving it a watch it's very interesting doesn't matter if you're democrat or republican just watch it it's very interesting um and the last thing i've been watching is lovecraft country uh season finale need to watch today we tried to watch it yesterday uh, internet went out, so we cannot do that. Yeah, but that wraps up. Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country is still on my list, and I'll eventually get to it. But good to know on that, and Agents of Chaos, and good to know that uh, people don't know how to read into their own uh, news here and just believe all the how, dumb shit. How the fuck are you watching British Bake Off and you're not watching Lovecraft, Lovecraft Country? How? Uh, how have you not prioritized Lovecraft Country? Because I have a little bit of a thing over here called a job, you know. Right now. We all we all have jobs. Bro. We all have don't hit me with that shit. We all have jobs. I, I'm raising a fucking child, okay. And we're literally in a group chat, and we're talking about not you and I, but John and I are talking. About I'm in the same time. group chat that you're in with John, and I don't see anything talked about fucking Lovecraft Country unless there's another group chat that I'm not aware of. And if so, fuck you. No, bro. We're just talking about through the weeks, man. That's that's pitiful. I I I, I deserve better from you i'll get on it i just haven't it hasn't really like it's i'd rather not go in i'd rather not go into why i didn't want to start watching it but i'll start watching it i hear it's great well now you have all 10 episodes so you'll probably crush it in a week it's it's amazing it's one of the better shows i've seen in a while it's classic it's one of the classic hbo gems you know not every show hbo makes is golden but they they're they're pretty good at making about one really great show every five years I don't know, they've been they've been hitting back to backs for a long time now, especially after True Detective. And I mean, if you haven't watched Watchmen, if you have have you watched Watchmen yet? True Detective sucked. Season two, season two, season three did not suck. Season two sucked. But have you watched Watchmen? Because if you haven't watched Watchmen, you need to do yourself the honor of that one too. I'm not okay. But All right. Anyway, let's get into the real reason why we're here, Jay. Uh, as you said earlier, we're talking tonight about the classic 1988 film Child's Play, which is. Uh, and its relation to the illegal pangolin trade in South Africa. Yeah, I guess. Uh, sure. Are we? I haven't even read your research yet um, on that part. So, are we talking about the guy, it's the voodoo guy? Talk about the voodoo guy, which are basically segmented, armored 
armadillos. Did you watch the South Park episode too as well? Is that what we're talking about here? Oh no, I just watched a lot of pangolin shit. I forgot he fucked a pangolin. That's <laughs> don't fuck pangolins, children. Well, that's how you get COVID. Anyway. Uh yes, we're here to talk about the classic nineteen eighty eight film that Jay hates so much. Uh I don't mind it. I think it's fun. Uh directed by John Lafia. Uh we got a not memorable cast here at all, except for uh Brad Dorif, who voices Chucky and plays the serial killer Charles Lee Ray. Um uh, what else did he do? I mean, his this is it. Like this is, but like this is a like beloved character in the horror com- community. So like Brad Dorf oh, is like, like the, it's like the guy who played like Jason Voorhees. No, it's like he's this is he's done this voice for so long it's become iconic. It's like you go to any any like comic con or horror. Well, the, the Jason Voorhees actor did like fucking seven movies with Jason. Yeah, he's beloved. No, so that's what I'm saying. I was just trying to compare it to like like he's a cult he's a cult yeah, hero. Sure. But like he doesn't have he doesn't have other like filmography that you'd want to go see. Uh, honestly, I don't know. I have to look into that. Maybe he has something on there, and you're like, "Oh shit, that was him." Yeah, watch, watch him, watch him be that guy, and you're like, "Damn, he had like a stint in the '80s and '90s." Like, wow. He's the voice of Woody in Toy Story. <laughs> he's the uh, he's the voiceover actor. He gets all of Woody's extra stuff. So like any commercial, anything like that. <laughs> that's who plays Woody. Anyway, the plot of the movie really quickly, uh, pretty simple. Uh, guy by the name of Charles Lee Ray, he's a serial killer and he's on the run from the cops. He ends up getting killed in this uh, uh, in this toy store next to the child's play Chucky doll. And uh, he is also a believer of like voodoo magic. So he does this like spell to en- en- like chant his like soul into the doll itself um so like basically his body is gone but he's living in the soul of the doll this is a very popular doll that's like during christmas time um so this boy's mother um which is andy uh andy's mother karen wants to go uh like has to go get pick up this chucky doll and she ends up picking the worst fucking doll of all uh and picks you know, Mr. Uh, Charles Lee Ray's doll here. So she takes him home and it turns out that uh, Chucky is uh, a fucking psycho. And the only person that can see him is little Andy. Uh, until one night when Karen goes out of town or out for the evening, I guess we should say, um, she's be- he's being babysit by her best friend. Uh, and unbeknownst to her, Chucky gets loose. And what does he do? throws her ass out that fucking window and she goes four stories to her death on top of a car. But does anyone believe poor Andy? No, it's just a simple slip and fell moment, I guess, for uh, the old unbeknownst babysitter. Uh, Anyway, more chaos ensues. Uh, More shit happens throughout the film. Chucky kills a ton more people. Uh, That is until the climactic end in the apartment complex where Chucky dies, I think, not once, twice, but maybe three fucking times before he's actually put out of commission. But is he put out for commission for good? Absolutely not. Tune in next time for Child's Play 2. Is that a pretty good synopsis there? Yeah, I mean, I guess pretty good. I mean, there's literally probably been 11 movies made off of it. It's fucking retarded. I would love to see a little doll try and throw me out of the window. You're going to get fucking punted into the fan, which is going to shoot you out the window. 
also, um, I'm going to go ahead and just start ripping this shit apart from day one, right? You know, like, um, how, how do we make a serial killer sound like a serial killer? I don't know. Let's throw a Lee in as the middle name. Like, what is this? Henry Lee Lucas? Charles Ray Lee? You didn't think that maybe if you flip that name, your fucking retarded doll's name Ray Charles? Come on, man. You're better than that, director or writer or whoever did that. But no, that was a uh, pretty good send-off. So I don't know. I, I, I've never liked the movie. I think it's it's just so stupid um i've got to have some suspension of disbelief that's an actual term uh to allow me to believe something and i just can't buy it with a stupid redhead little miniature doll terrorizing people with a butcher knife like try that shit homie it's not gonna work out well but the more important part is that we are gonna tie this into a real life story which you know I wanted to honestly do Blair Witch, and I wanted to tie it into the Bell Witch, but EJ said, "Oh, it's not." Never been confirmed. But never been confirmed. But a very, very, very famous true crime and horror podcast series called Last Podcast on the Left with EJ put me onto initially the first podcast I ever listened to got me into podcasting. Thank well, you, EJ. They just covered the Bell Did they say anything about it? Open that shit. They said it inspired the Blair Witch and the Oh, they're fucking wrong. Damn it. They're fucking wrong. They're fucking wrong. And now we can't do it because they beat us to it. No. And they have hundreds of thousands of listeners, and we have a total of 17. Um, I want to check your math there, buddy. I think we're at like 15 now. Oh, we're losing. We're gonna let's get into it before we lose some more. All right, real story though um, about haunted dolls in general and where the movie Child's Play. I always want to call it Chucky. I know, uh, but where where the movie came from was really kind of started with. Um, I'm not gonna say close to home because I don't claim this shitty state of Florida, yeah, you do. Kentucky, till I die. But started down here in the deepest, most southern point of florida and i'm talking about the one the only gay capital of the world key west <laughs> okay good to know so is this is this doll was he hanging out with uh robin williams and uh what's his face over here and and chilling at the birdcage oh no that's miami this doll this doll did it the right way, man. This doll didn't go for the cheesy redhead. This doll didn't go for a butcher knife. This doll went for pure fear itself and fed on it. But I'm talking about Robert the Bruce. Oh, I'm sorry. That's Scottish history. <laughs> Robert the doll. <laughs> what about Robert the doll, Dog. Robert the Bruce. Uh, Robert the doll. So this story baits... I can't even talk. God bless you. I should not drink so much. Uh, this story dates back to the early 1900s when a young boy named Eugene Robert. <laughs> Robert's a proper middle name. Eugene Robert Otto received a unique and handmade doll by a servant who worked. For she the worked in voodoo. House. She definitely worked in voodoo. Now. I want to just remind everybody, this is not super woke, super, you know, binary sexual preferences. This was back in the early 1900s. When people still rolled their cigarettes, okay? When you could still have a servant, (laughs) right? God forbid anyone has a servant nowadays. 
<laughs> when you hand rolled cigarettes, you probably didn't roll, you probably just smoked them out of a pipe or whatever they do in the early 1900s. Yeah, and hand rolled cigarettes. Anyway, anyway, continue. This was a unique handmade doll by the elusive German handmade doll manufacturer that I don't have the name to. <laughs> but Eugene decided to name the doll Robert and was soon very attached to the doll, bringing him everywhere. You know, we all had like a stuffed animal. If you're if you're a, a boy, you have a stuffed animal and you cut a little slit in between the legs. And, you know, when it gets late at night, you kind of anyway. That's a whole anyway, for me, that was Bugs Bunny and he was <laughs> never violated that way. Thank you very much. Mine was a platypus, but no. Sure, one a penguin, you sick um, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm so happy we. <laughs> uh, at the house where Eugene lived, it's now called the Artist House, and it's located off Eden Street in Key West, Florida. The house was built sometime between 1890 and 1898. It turns out the architects of this house were absolute alcoholics. <laughs> and for that eight-year span, they're not sure when they started building or filed paperwork. It was different times in the late 1800s. You were literally blacked out after breakfast. So don't blame the builders. I, I absolutely blame the builders. This is 100% their fault. This is America was built on whiskey, baby. Let's uh, go. I thought it was built on hot, nasty, badass speed. Could be meth, I don't know. Probably the mid, middle, mid east, or mid east, yes, Midwest, <laughs> Midwest. We are losing it anyway. While everything seemed normal at first, just a simple cloth doll, it didn't take long for a strange occurrence to start up. The first strange incident happened one night when Eugene, 10 years old just 10 years old at the time woke up in the middle of the night to Robert the doll sitting on the edge of his now look I want to I want to like because this the pictures of him and we'll put them up on social of Robert the doll are quite creepy in general itself like the doll is basically wooden if I remember correctly and he's wearing a little no, it's, like, it's like a it's like a stuffed cloth doll uh, it's creepy by today's standards but like <laughs> everyone was I'm pretty sure everyone was high on opium in the 1800s 1900s so this is like just a normal doll at the time well I mean it's honestly we can say it was made in America definitely can you can you add creepy music to the story as I go? I can I can work this in somewhere. Yeah, just something fucking intensifying this. So, uh, woke up in the middle of the night to Robert the doll sitting at the edge of the bed, sitting upright and staring at Eugene. <laughs> it's reported that Robert said, "You bitch." He said, "Mom." Come get this bitch out of my bed. <laughs> Naturally, Eugene, being the little bitch he was, screamed in terror, which woke up his mother, in addition to the sounds of furniture being overturned in Eugene's room. So she ran down there. Gene, can, Eugene, Gene, nicknames, right? Continued to cry for help, begging his mother to come to his rescue. But the door wasn't opening. And when she was finally able to get the locked door open, she saw her son curled up in fear 
at the foot of his bed. The room was a wreck, and Robert was sitting at the foot of his bed. I'm not sure if parenting was just different in the early 1900s where you just lock your child in the room, because it honestly doesn't seem like that bad of an idea. Uh, honestly, contrary to proper belief on this story, it was actually Robert was found underneath his bed screaming in pain because his butthole had been violated by Robert. That's what I heard. Ooh, ooh man, we just turned to this third page of fucking you porn. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED Talk. Anyway. <laughs> Thank you for coming to my TED <laughs> Several concerning events followed each resulting in Eugene saying Robert did it. Now, honestly, like if we're going to be serious at all here, this is kind of classic poltergeist or classic demonic or even classic, just your traditional, you know, ghost hauntings is things escalate. It starts as more minor things and then it, it slowly works its way up into, um, you know, more intensified things. And in a few certain cases, uh, even death. One of those being um, the Bell Witch, which I wanted to cover, but now we're doing that. Jesus Christ. Move on. (laughs) Um, But Eugene's parents would often hear their son upstairs talking to the doll and hearing responses back that seemed to be coming from a completely different voice, which would be very concerning um, as a, you know, as a, as a parent of a young child and i assume the parents are probably blacked out on whiskey by one o'clock because it's the 1900s and they didn't know it was bad for you yet but they had reported that they had seen the doll speak and even seen the expression of the doll's face change now gigglings and sightings of robert moving up the stairs and staring out the upstairs window were also reported but robert stayed with eugene for his entire life and even after eugene's parents died he moved back home after being abroad in Europe and marrying a painter. I guess that's what you do in Europe. You find yourself a nice alcoholic female version of Picasso or Monet. Uh, her name was Anne. And Jean gave Robert his own room upon moving back into the house. And this room had a window that overlooked the street. Now, Anne, rightfully so, is a logical-minded living being never liked Robert and all, you know, thought it was strange that her husband had such an attachment and often felt very uneasy with the doll in the house. She wanted Eugene to lock him up in the attic, which, you know, after some bickerments here and there, he finally gave in because happy wife, happy life. Like Robert gets it or not Robert, but Eugene, you know, he's starting to get it right. Please. The women, it's much easier down the road. Apparently. Yeah. But you know, his ass would go into the um, bar after work being like this bitch is trying to tell me to give my doll. You think I am? Fuck that, dude. Oh, dude, he's probably just freebasing absinthe and fucking fighting bare-knuckled. Sure. I bet you that's happening. (laughs) Eugene seems like a real fighter. But but so, you know, Eugene eventually gave in, put Robert in the attic. But Robert, like most demonically possessed dolls, was not happy with his new setup, his new digs. He didn't like the attic, and soon footsteps were heard coming from the attic as if someone was walking back and forth pacing as well as devilish giggling so it seems like the guy's yeah, a little pissed off that you stuck him up in the attic you know it's cold up there they got spiders and stuff he just wants to be your friend now the neighborhood let's talk about the neighborhood right because this was back in the day where kids were walking to school walking back from school 
going to the corner store to buy their father a fifth of bourbon and some cigarettes because that's you know you could be seven and still get those things back at that time you know just getting your dad ready to beat your mom (laughs) Uh, but the neighbors and the kids in the neighborhood had reported seeing robert watching them from the upstairs windows and some accounts involved robert mocking the children as they walked to school you know like so they're walking they're like a fuck you pussy and look back and there's just like this doll in the window and they're like yo did that doll just talk some shit like yo clap back homie and he's like fuck you pussy is this is this mickey on. mouse in the window out there <laughs> <laughs> um so they he mocked children now however with robert locked in the attic like eugene heard these stories and it was like nah dude like i locked my 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 i'm a grown man and i locked my best friend doll in the attic like he could not be in he's the chilling and so yeah right so he went to go investigate he put on his investigative cap right and a little pipe like sherlock holmes and he's trying to find out how would robert be in the window and to eugene's complete surprise there was robert in fact sitting in a rocking chair by the window i do want to make a little cliff note here um good imagery from the first conjuring there's a rocking chair at a window uh, i know these stories are not related but it just popped in my head might be a little inspiration it. easter egg there for you i mean i think annabelle's probably tighter than robert but moving forward eugene took robert uh and locked him back in the attic he's like no nah, homie back to your little prison up here in the cold dry attic only to find him out and about the house again and again he could not keep him locked in the attic this continued several times, each time with Robert returning to the window in the same bedroom. Now, let's fast forward a little bit, mm-hmm. right? Please. So, Eugene Otto passes away in 1974. He passes away a weird old man who loved a doll. Now, there are conflicting stories that his wife was died, and was that Robert's fault, or was that just, you know... I don't know, fucking probably freebasing cocaine because you had a cold. I don't know. You know, medicine was different back then. But um, he died in 1974 and he left the house to new owners, including their 10 year old daughter, who was very happy when she went into the attic and find a new doll was left for her. However, her delight soon ended as she started making claims that Robert was alive and wanted to hurt her. Ooh. Ooh, he's probably like, "Hey, girl, I got, I got the big one. It's gonna hurt." He's like, "Look, I don't, I don't believe in uh, child molestation, but I've known to. You know what? Let's, 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 let's. Yeah, I don't want to get arrested, so let's just leave this one. So she woke up numerous times in the middle of the night, screaming in fear, telling her parents that Robert had moved around in their room. Sound familiar? This man is a, he's a, he's a shaker and a mover. Good yes, he is. If he had. A, if you put a Fitbit on him, he's going to hit about 12,000 12, steps a day, I'd imagine, on a bad day. So most believe that the evil with Robert lies in the one who actually gave it to Eugene. And this was the servant of the family. Again, this was early 1900s, so you could have a servant and, um, you know, you weren't shunned upon. Good luck doing that in 2020. You're going to be fucking crucified by the media uh this woman was apparently mistreated by the family and to punish them placed a curse on the doll but she was also into voodoo and black magic which would lead me to believe she is from uh haitian descent where voodoo kind of originated caribbean wise american wise 
um, on you know that side of, of the map, you know, probably originating in Africa and then coming over to the Caribbean. Um, but the doll is currently in Key West at the East Martello Museum and is available for visitors to see. However, here's something that's kind of fucking fun that I definitely want to try next time I'm blacked out in Key West. <laughs> Those who have tried to take a picture have had their cameras fail. Oh. Only to start working shortly after leaving the museum. Oh, okay. I mean, Steve I Jobs, don't, you're I don't know, dude. Make my iPhone fail. I don't know, dude. That sounds that sounds so fucking fishy. Like that just sounds like the the museum's like, you know what we can do? We can just create this little like wavelength here. Let's fuck up phones, and then when they're gone from this area, well, well good news for you and the listeners. Uh, I'll be in Key West in June of next year. Um. Uh, president's club for my, my company um and so i'm thinking about stopping through here and taking a picture of them and just hashtag shot on iphone you know? <laughs> to be fair to be you fair got, though i have uh, seen pictures and people do take pictures of robert and are able to get pictures with them it's just some people that have problems it's not everybody okay well you're you're really ruining am, am i am i our 15 listeners want to know the fucking truth jay yeah so uh the Employees of, of, of said museum have also seen Robert's uh, facial expressions change, and it's even been reported that he's put his hand up to the glass case that he is locked in. Oh, I thought you were about to say, put that hand up that ass. Make you fucking work like a puppet. Nah. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe that's all the doll needs. But uh, that is a true story it is a true story and it's a nice little inspiration for our dear friend chucky um i for one would rather see this movie and then like well, i guess we do see this movie it's called annabelle you can watch it anytime you want well annabelle yeah so well, probably better than, than chucky but have you i i i i like researched robert i did i know there is the lore tv or amazon episodes yes. about him but i haven't watched that i don't know if that's like super creepy or not um, i worked on that um, show actually it's it's fine it's not that scary yeah i mean like you know you can make a fucking bottle opener look creepy if it's from the 1800s so um moving forward you know i obviously i don't like the, the child's play chucky movies at all so um I, I really or jay know. i have some good news for you what, what, man we're not yeah. gonna have to talk about any dolls next time we're talking about one of your favorite movies of all time next time next week the the, the feature film captain planet with don Cheadle. don Cheadle would make a great Captain Planet. but i don't know what the fuck you're talking about we're talking about the conjuring but whatever one you're talking about with uh captain planet no Ooh, okay. That's going to be a great episode. This is something we've been wanting to cover for a while. We were waiting for creepy uh, Halloween. Um, yeah, no, this is a, this is one of our favorites. Uh, mm, I still remember my hand hurting on this movie from squeezing so hard. But uh, overall, you know, takeaways, don't trust a doll, burn a doll, punt it out the window, throw it in the garbage disposal, bury it with a hatchet, tie a weight to it, throw it in the ocean. Don't carry dolls if you're over the age of 10. Straight up. If you're a full-grown man, if you know someone who's a full-grown man who has a doll, just don't hang out with that guy. I'm like, I'm going to save you time in like weird situations. Just, just, just ditch them now. Don't hang out with them. Move on with your life. Go find people that are, you know, 
wanting to better themselves and, and have a more positive mentality than some loser with a dog. Yes, please. I mean, honestly, that's true. I think I need to cut my ties with quite a few of my friends then if we're going to go down that road. Yeah, I'm going to have to put my dog away, honestly. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, that's all we have. I mean, honestly, I fucking hate the movies, so maybe the listeners like them. I know EJ likes them. I think they're retarded, though. But uh, I'll tell you what, I just got a little bit chubbed up because, uh, yeah, The Conjuring is going to be a great episode. That's going to be one that we want to come in really, really hot for. Hot and high. I'm ready, dude. I'm, I'm, I'm fully ready to dive into the world of The Conjuring and the Perrin family and learn more about them than I already know. Um, yeah. And the fucking fraudulent warrants, you pieces of shit ruining the fucking demonic community. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Uh, and that too. And that, I guess that, that is a big part of me that I don't know about is enough about is the warrants. I don't really, like, you know, the Amityville Horror House, I know that they were a part of, I know they were a part of the Perrin family. And that one case. I mean, dude, like they—they're—they're they're just ahead of their time, you know. They're—they're they're literally just ahead of their time. I watched a five-minute video of people like, you know, girls getting all dressed up in dresses to go pay, take pictures at protests and turn around and get in their cars. I saw one where like the girl like asked a guy who was like putting up. Um, yeah, I saw that too. Uh, wood on his on his shop, if she could like hold the drill and take a picture. Like, she was fired from her job for that. I hope so. She should be never allowed to. She should be deported. Get her the fuck out of the country. Send her to fucking. What's the most hostile country? I don't know. Is it Syria? Send her ass to Syria. Fuck her. Don't do that shit. Stop doing shit for likes. Be yourself. Be beautiful. Help people out with having to out having to put it on social media. Just be a good fucking human, man. You don't have to be a piece of shit like the Warrens who just wanted fame. Just be you, and eventually, no one will recognize it. But it's fine because you haven't sold your soul out to be famous on TikTok. Hot anyway, t- tune in next week, guys, to listen to our take on how much we love the Warrens in this movie. <laughs> oh, we love the movie. This is gonna be this is gonna be good. We love the true story. This is uh this is one of the great American hauntings, baby. Let's get it. Let's go, baby. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys, this time uh, to uh, our great episode of Based on Real Events, and I look forward to chatting next week where we can uh, round out our. Halloween spooky month with uh, the Conjuring.